school safety, restoring education, giving parents a voice, and fixing the board. Good evening. This is the NHC GOP podcast. I'm Rule Sample. I am talking with incumbent candidate Pete Wildebor for New Hanover County Board of Education. Pete, good evening. Good to see you. Good evening, Mr. Sample. Thank you so much for having me here tonight. Oh, please don't call me Mr. Sample. Mr. Sample's my dad, and uh, he's probably <laughs> listening to this podcast and saying, that's right, son. Uh, so uh, uh, you have been on the school board now for one and a half years, and you are seeking a second term on board. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes, I took over another uh, person's um, post that had two years left. Uh, I was named by the Board of Education, excuse me, by the uh, Republican Party uh, and approved by the Board of Education to take over that role. So I've enjoyed my two years. It's been a very hard, uh, very tough two years with uh, COVID and other things going on, but it's been an enjoyable time. And as long as, uh, you know, as long as we continue to focus on putting our students first and educating our students to our very best ability, I think we'll be fine. You're no stranger to education. You have been through the system. You've been a teacher, a, a coach, a vice principal, and a principal. So you really have a great view from down in the trenches for all this. Absolutely. I started in New Hanover County at uh, Trask Junior High School. That tells you how long ago it was. Uh, <laughs> and then junior, uh, then Trask Middle School. I coached at Williston Middle School. I also coached at Laney High School. Uh, carried on my career um, and became an assistant principal, moved uh, from Trask to South Brunswick Middle School in Brunswick County, had a great uh, couple years there, went on from there to um, the early college high school in Brunswick County and enjoyed my time there, and also the alternative school. I had a split position, which was uh, trying, but uh, a great position to learn, and uh, then I was uh, tapped on the shoulder by Pender County Schools, went over there and uh, went to an elementary school. And what, what a great place, uh, North Topsail Elementary School. It was a school, a failing school. It mm -hmm. failed for two years. I took over and uh, turned it around. We were a school of distinction my first year there and actually was named um, principal of the year in 2013-14 um, for Pender County Schools. That's a resume that's important. Pete is one of four candidates that we need to get on the board. You have been fighting a very lonely battle for the last couple years. We need to get you back there to bring that experience back. The things that you're running on is, is a thing that we're all talking about, school safety. And I want to focus on two aspects of school safety, both inside keeping people who are trying to get into schools and to cause damage, and then keeping students safe on the inside as well. So let's talk about the outside stuff. What are your concerns about school safety, about about making sure that our schools are a safe place to go? Well, I, th I think that's that's crucial. You know, we've seen Sandy Hook. We've seen other places uh, where there, somebody from the outside comes in and, and hurts uh, multiple students. We have to make sure that doesn't happen. We've, New Hanover County Schools has made some great uh, inroads in that area. Um, just even the, the situation going into schools, you have to go through the office to, to sign in. I think that's a great first step. I think we need more cameras outside. We need to have uh, one of the, the people who is also running for reelection on the Democratic side has said we don't need 
uh, SROs at the elementary school level. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I think that's wait, crazy. Wait, wait. I think we need <laughs> That can't be right, is that they have, they have said yeah. we don't need more school resource officers, safety resource officers in this day and age. We don't need any. Her, uh, it was Ms. Justice, and she said we don't need any at the elementary uh, level. That that actually scares our students. And I think that's a great place for students to learn to respect and work with uh, our, our police officers. I actually have two officers um, in, in my family. My daughter uh, just graduated from basic law enforcement. Uh, very proud of her. Uh, she was actually president of her class. Uh, and that was just in, in the last few days. Uh, and my future son-in-law is a sheriff's deputy uh, up in Johnson County. So uh, I value, I really do value our law enforcement. Uh, I also value our SROs. Um, and of course, those are uh, specialized officers who work in the school system uh, and work with um, I, I can think of several that worked with me over the years that were just uh, second to none. Uh, I think back to the late the uh, young lady at uh, South Brunswick. She would actually uh, meet with students, talk to students, uh, and try to prevent problems instead of waiting for problems to start. So, uh, a well-trained SRO is vital at every every level. But that takes a joint action, not only from the sheriffs. But from you folks on the Board of Education, if you don't want more SROs in there, they're not going to go. Is that correct? That is correct. We have a, what's called an MOU, which is a memorandum, memorandum excuse me, of understanding. Uh, and we, we have a, a, basically a mutual agreement with the sheriff's department um, and, and the police department, because obviously New Hanover and other schools that are in the city will use police instead of sheriff's uh, deputies. But uh, but they're, they're, they're vital, um, and I think we need to continue to have more and more officers, um, you know, teaching like like a middle school class called D.A.R.E., which is uh, teaching students how to be safe, how to be safe online, how to be safe in other ways, uh, using uh, some, some important time for them to be safe so that we don't have anyone break in from the outside. And, and, and you had mentioned, too, uh, from the inside out, we need to, to look at bullying. I've heard from uh, some folks, you know, and that's one thing is I hear from a lot of uh, parents, a lot of teachers about concerns. Um, I mean, we need to uh, revitalize our school safety teams. Uh, who knows better than the principal, the teachers and the parents what and, and students at the high school level, especially what are some of the safety concerns at the schools? And then they can bring that, um, you know, not only to the school, but also to the central office level to work on fixing those problems. So. It's, you know, it's one thing to know, have surveys to see what's going on. But, you know, the next step is to fix them. And, um, you know, you're really hearing from all the stakeholders about those problems so that we can fix them. Um, I want to. The number one thing I used to as. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. I want to focus on parents here just a second. Uh, but uh, one of the mm -hmm. controversial areas that you and I have talked about is this idea of seclusion rooms, which is actually which actually helps protect students against other students, protects the students against themselves. But there's some misnomers about that, some ideas that uh, a seclusion room equals uh, uh, like a, a seclusion room or solitary confinement in a prison. And so let's clear that up right now. What is a seclusion room and, and why would they be used? Well, um, a seclusion room, and I'll be honest, um, like I say, I, I was in education for 34 years before joining the board, 
And in my 34 years, um, I knew of one student that was secluded, uh, even at the alternative school. Hmm. Um, and a seclusion room is a, is a small room. Uh, there's always an adult monitoring the student. Um, and the student is often brought into that, not often, but as needed, brought into that area so that child has an opportunity to, to calm down. Um, it's never a situation the parents aren't notified. Parents need to be no, are in and, and New Hanover County are notified every time. And in most cases, as has been brought out to the board, um, parents are on an I, what's called an IEP team, an individualized education plan. They sit down with, um, with the educators, um, with usually an administrator or two, um, and they, they talk about what is best for that child. Um, so uh, seclusion is not used. I know a lot of people are, well, anybody's thrown in there. No, that, that, that tip, I, not, to my knowledge, that's, that's never happened where a child is thrown in there um, you know, just randomly or something. But if a child is, is having what we would call a meltdown, um, uh, they're, they're often put there. Uh, but I've doing, been doing a lot of research about other alternatives. Um, that's why, you know, a lot of people are pushing, uh, even last night, uh, a lot of people are pushing for end seclusion now. Let's end seclusion now. Well, if you don't have something else that will uh, enable a child to be successful, then we don't want to end it right now. We want to get a situation that we can have an alternative where children can be safe, um, where children can learn. I mean, that's that's a big part of it. We don't, um, you know, in the one situation I was mentioning, uh, we had to uh, cl clear the whole classroom on numerous occasions because the, the, the uh, young, uh, young person, young student, was having uh, a meltdown. It was becoming violent. And uh, we so not only don't want the child to hurt himself or herself, but we don't want them to hurt anyone else, including the teacher. It's a, it's, it's a, a tool among many tools that teachers and school administrators need to have in order to make sure that everybody, including the, the, the student who's having a meltdown, can succeed and be safe. Correct. And keep them safe. And that's the biggest thing. And like I say, I, I've looked at, um, I, I've talked to a gentleman from uh, Mar Maryland who has, they've, ex they've ended seclusion rooms in, in that state of Maryland, not that state, in that, that school district. And they came up with some alternatives that uh, Julie Varnum, who is our uh, assistant superintendent in charge of student services, has been uh, also looking into, um, you know, with pads and things like that for a student, you know, still bringing them in a room but not necessarily a room where, by, where they're by themselves. So they would be with adults and um, you know, the, the, the adults would be able to use pads so that they wouldn't be hurt uh, and also the child wouldn't be hurt. So, you know, we're looking at all the options we can. Uh, and again, it, number one thing is we have to keep all the students, you know, each of the students safe. You have referred a few times to keeping parents informed, but we have seen not only in New Hanover County, but across the country, that parents are realizing that they have not been informed about a lot of things, and they have been pushed to the side over a lot of things, simply being told that your parents, you don't know anything. How are you going to restore parental access and making sure that parents are the primary voice in education and not just a, a voice to be overlooked? Rule, thank you for that question. That's a great question. And it's one of the questions I can answer very easily. You know, I've, I've taken some great steps. Um, <clears throat> as you've mentioned before, I am um, one of two Republicans on the Board of Education. 
and probably I would it's safe to say the only conservative Republican on the Board of Education. But I have been able to push some some things through uh, with a lot of phone calls, a lot of prayer, and uh, some begging going on. I'll be honest, but uh, one of those was the town hall, uh, where we can actually sit down face to face. There 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 seemed to be some uh, concern from some of the other board members. Oh, we can't be. You know, I, I'm never going to shy away from a conversation, um, no matter who it's with, uh, because it is important. You know, parents' voices are extremely important to me, and I want to hear from parents. Um, I do try to answer. I know I, I get every once in a while, you don't answer all your emails. Well, I don't. I'll, I, I try my best. I, I would be 24-7 uh, on emails, but if I, especially if it's over an important topic, um, I will. And I answer those. I, li- I read them all. I'll be honest. I sit up hours and hours and read all the emails. <laughs> but that's only so good. And as well as the call to audience. Call to audience is, is um, okay. It's, it's, a, it's a tool, but it's not, uh, in my th- thinking, it's not a very good tool because there's not the opportunity for them to hear back. Um, so I think, uh, and, and I'll be honest, you know, I've heard people say, oh, you guys are all up there. You're bored. Well, no, I'm taking notes. I'm taking notes. Uh, I, I see who's up there. You know, some, we have a, a policy that we ask for if there's a whole big group saying basically the same thing, if at all possible, they could, if they could elect a chairperson or a spokesperson that would speak for the group. Um, that would give a lot more people the opportunity to speak, which would be great. Um, but if they, you know, there's no rule that says they have to do that. But I do take notes. Um, I do reach out to folks afterwards. Um, I've actually uh, talked to uh, one gentleman who's volunteered to take, you know, to, to be kind of be, be my runner. Uh, I need to follow up with him again. And just if, if there's somebody that is, is saying something that is really vital to me, uh, you know, go over and get that person's contact information so I can get back with them. Uh, but back to the town hall idea. Uh, I had that idea. I, I brought it forth. It got passed. I don't think it was a 7-0 vote, but it, it did get passed. So we have three opportunities during the year to sit down with folks, uh, to hear from them. Uh, it is at the discretion of the uh, chairperson exactly how that works. But uh, we had a, a, a extended call audience, which I pushed back hard. And now we're at least having a town hall situation where somebody can ask a question. We can all talk back. And, and have interaction, uh, answer the questions, um, and hopefully get some resolution for folks um, and, and or an avenue. I have one gentleman that's contacted me several times from the Myrtle Grove area about some traffic issues. Um, now I can't necessarily fix those, but I can put that person in contact with somebody that can help them. So um, it is vital. Uh, everybody that was on the, the board before uh, has, ran on, has run uh, on transparency. And I've made that comment more than once. We're not very transparent parents. So we need to be more transparent. Uh, we need to hear from parents, uh, but we need to not only hear from parents, we need to be able to talk with parents about concerns. But the big thing is, is that there is a, a dedication on your part and on your fellow Republicans' part to get involved with parents, not shut them out, not just at the, mm-hmm. at the school board level, but, but we are fighting for access of parents to schools, to curriculum, uh, you you were uh, instrumental in helping to push through the curriculum online, weren't you? And to get to, so that parents mm-hmm. can see that online and to see at least a, a large portion of what our their kids are going to be taught in school. Absolutely, thank you for reminding me of that. Yes, I did. Um, there was a uh, some pushback on that too, but I said, you know, we really need to have that. 
uh, our new chief officer of uh, academics uh, came online and uh, joined with me and actually ran. It, it was great. I, I got to say, Dr. Faison was very, very uh, great about that. She actually brought me in on several uh, important topics and including the grading, but also on which I mean, we also got rid of the 50, which is an important discussion topic. But um, we were able to get that online where, pe where parents can see that uh, and have a voice uh, if they have a concern. Again, um, you know, I have cards and it was interesting because when I, I originally got my cards, they had the, the school board's, you know, central office's number on it. I said, no, I need to have my number on it so they can contact me, not contact somebody that might give me a message in two or three days. It could be a vital situation that they need an answer soon. So, um, you know, that, that that's and I'll, and I'll be honest, I'm the only one that I know of on the board that has their own personal number on on their cards. Everybody else is, is the school board, you know, the central office number. Um, and that's just a small thing. But I think it is a vital thing to show that it is important uh, to me to hear from folks and have a conversation with folks. And I'll tell you what, if you're listening to this or watching this, if you haven't checked out that <clears throat> curriculum site, make sure that you do. And Pete is not blowing smoke, is that he wants you to call him. Call him. Is that uh, he's going to put his phone number out there and he wants you to call him or his representatives mm -hmm. to to talk to him. Pete, let's talk about one more thing. We we've, we've we've talked about the school board and we know that you are a lone voice on there. But it's not just the fact that it's loaded with with Democrats. It's a very poorly mm -hmm. run school board. There's a lot of fixing to be done. Can you tell us a little bit about what's Absolutely. going on? Well, you know, I'll be honest, I've heard from multiple sources that we are the laughing stock of, of the state. And that, that unfortunately is true. I have two principal friends that say that they get together, they have, uh, you know, a cold iced tea or whatever they're going to drink that night of uh, a thing of popcorn and they watch us. And we're not, we're not supposed to be. Uh, it'd be great if they watch us for a good reason, see what we're going to do positive for students. But unfortunately, they're watching to see all the chaos that goes on. Uh, day in and day out on the Board of Education. Last night was a perfect example of that. Um, and and I, we need to get back to a place where we can at least be civil with each other. Um, uh, several of my uh, colleagues on the board said, no, let's let's wait for the new board to come in. Let's let them decide this. And I'm like, no, we have, you know, I, I'm there to work. So let's continue to work until the elections. Then I hope to continue to work after that. But I mean, we need to get, we need to set a strong base at this time. We need to continue to work to improve. Uh, we, we call on our schools to do that. We call on our teachers to do that. We call on our students to do that. And we as a school board need to lead that by um, last night. I was able to push through uh, a, a refresher course in Robert's Rules of Order. Um, we, we had a course last year. We, we did it for a month and then it, it's gone away. And um, the bickering between board members. Um, and as you mentioned, uh, I'm, I'm one of the only two Republicans and the only conservative person. So a lot of that's between Democrats and Democrats. Uh, and that's unfortunate. And I don't think we need to be doing that. And I said that uh, for, for my whole time on the Board of Education, we need to work together for the betterment of the students. Uh, we need to you know, work to educate our students. That's, that's our number one job, not to argue and to roll eyes and to do this kind of thing. So I was, I was amazed yesterday, actually. Uh, there was a big discussion. There was some pushback. Uh, but we got a 7-0 vote to in favor of uh, a refresher course. And, and I'll be honest, I was on another show this morning and said, 
very clearly that's not going to solve all the problems. It's not. It's a, but it is a very important first step. I was pleased to see it was a 7-0 vote, unified vote uh, in favor of that. Uh, and I know that's only a, a first step, That's the, but it is a first step in the right direction. So um, I think we need to continue. I think we need to have strong leadership in the chair position, uh, someone that will follow uh, Robert's rules of order, uh, enforce them. Uh, and I think it's a situation that we want to continue to improve. I mean, I don't agree uh, on a lot of things with my colleagues, but I don't roll my eyes at them. I don't you know, call them out or or whatever else, um, because you know I want to be a good example, a good Christian example for for the students, for the for the teachers that are that are watching, uh, for the parents that are watching, um, and I think that's that's a vital thing. If if I start lowering myself to bickering and and name calling on on the dais, I think that doesn't help anyone. And I think that's one of the big things we need to get away from as a school board. Um, I, I do want to touch on your point you said before. Um, even if we get four Republicans, which is my hope, uh, on you know three others to join me on the on the board, you know, we're not going to agree on everything, but at least we can work together as a team to do to put students as our number one priority and parents and teachers as our next priorities, so that the school system can be a wonderful. I mean, uh, one one person said that yesterday. We need to have the best school system in the county. Excuse me, in the state. And we need to, yeah, you know, some people have raised the idea. What about uh, charter schools? I, you know, I bring, I, I welcome charter schools. I think charter schools are wonderful in the idea that they raise the bar for everyone. Everyone needs to, you know, that's a that's a challenge. We need to make our school system so good that, that people won't even look at charter schools. They'll say, "I want my children at your schools." Um, mm -hmm. As a principal of North Topsail, that's why I got into this because I had so many people leaving New Hanover County Schools begging me to, oh, I want to be in your school. I, I, I want to have what you have. Well, I want to make the whole school system like that, where people are running from other schools, uh, from private schools, from charter schools, and just wanting to be in our schools, every single one of our schools, um, so that it, you know, it's just, it's great. We have some great uh, uh, principals. We have some great teachers, teacher assistants. Uh, they work very, very hard. We need to support them. We need to support them financially. We need to support them we need to make it a, a, a great place to, to teach and to learn. Pete Wodobor for New Hanover County Board of Education. You're working to get your name out there, to talk to people, to introduce to you to people. How can folks get a hold of you? Great question, and thank you for that. Um, we have several ways. Um, let me give you my phone number, as we mentioned, 910 Six two zero eight four four three again nine one zero eight six two zero eight four four three. Rule the board for NHCS Board of Education is my Facebook page. Rule the board for Education dot com is my website. Uh, love to hear from you. Uh, you can also contact me on my email, my school email, which is Pete dot Wildebor W I L D E B O E R at NHCS dot net. Pete, so great to have you on board. We're going to get you on that Board of Education again. We're going to get three other Republicans on board. We're going to change New Hanover County. We're going to join the list of people across the, the country that has taken back their education. Thank you, Rule. Thank you so much. And again, it's all about, in my mind, educating our students. So please join me. Please join uh, the other three so we can take over this board, 
we can have a strong Republican, conservative, Christian uh, leadership there so we can do the very, very best for our students, for our staff, and for our parents. Thank you so much.